Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Getting Technetical with Technetics. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the show. Today, we're talking about semiconductor manufacturing technology. And joining me once again here on the podcast is Angus McFadden. He's the semiconductor technology manager at Technetics. Angus, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Oh, good morning. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, we are thrilled to have you on here today, Angus. So you've been on the podcast before, but some people, this might be their first time to hear you, to see you, to get to know you. So tell us a little bit more about your role as the semiconductor technology manager there at Technetics and what that entails on a day-to-day basis. So in my role, you know, I, I'm sort of the, the point man on discovery for new technologies, emerging technologies. We have a development team inside of Technetics Semi. We have our global umbrella called AST, so I participate with them. That's the other companies that are part of our semiconductor initiative. And, and basically it's to pull together our capabilities to target specific products or nodes or, or markets within the semiconductor industry. So I help drive that. Excellent stuff. And so as we talk today, just about manufacturing technology, we know that there have been some evolutions made in advanced node technology. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about about those advancements, Angus, and what's been going on in the world of advanced node technology. Yeah, I, th- I think the thing that, that people know or understand most of all is that you know there's been a continuous shrink in the, the node size where the line width has shrunk smaller and smaller and smaller. And so You know, we're now at Technetics, we're working on three nanometer with some of our customers, but you reach a physical limit, you know, in size. And so three or two nanometer might be where advanced manufacturing hits a a wall until there's some new material development. So in addition to a shrink, what they've been working on now is wafer stacking or packaging. So packaging and stacking wafers on top of each other to get more functionality in a unit area has become a large driver in advanced node manufacturing. So you have the shrink and now you have advanced packaging, which you know is a huge value add. So it's, it's a combination of both technologies. So Angus, when you think about some of the advancements that have occurred in industries like gaming or, or cell phone technology, things along those lines, how have they pushed advancements in this particular area? How have you seen you know, the different capabilities that exist now in gaming and cell phones? How have you seen them push this technology? So gaming has taken advantage of you know, of the technology and they're driving it, you know, because they they have a thirst for connectivity. So now gaming is networked. It used to be you're stuck at home on your PlayStation. Now they're networked. They're working with their friends. They're using AR or VR. It's high definition. It's high speed. It's very realistic. So it's very immersive in the gaming side. And, and that demands a lot of computing power, a lot of memory. A lot of bandwidth, and these all tie into semiconductors. So we need more bandwidth. We need more memory. Cell phones, also, you know, they're like the portal to the world now. People are doing their buying, they're selling, they're getting their education on cell phones. They're actually doing gaming. There's companies that make gaming cell phones now that have high resolution screens, higher refresh rates. So these devices, and on the cell phones, because of the portability. You want bigger battery life or longer battery life. So now the shrink, so the advancements and, you know, what drives the shrink is the desire for portability. So you want to use less power, so you have to shrink it so you get the same functionality, but for, for less power consumption. So that gives you longer battery life. So these handheld devices become much more functional. 100%. And so when you think about what's going on in manufacturing, which is one of the primary things we're talking about here on the podcast today, what changes do you see occurring in manufacturing right now? So in, in our space and the services we provide, you know, that's, that's a very fast growing, high paced 
growth market for us. And manufacturing in general, because of the drive to smaller node sizes, smaller line widths, there's a significant change in the materials used. There's an increased sensitivity into the contamination, to the precision, and that ties into where we are with the cleaning. You know, they're now measuring atoms per square centimeter. So they're looking at 30, 50, 100 atoms being a contaminant. It used to be they were talking about particles that were five and six microns and they were dust and, 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 and pieces of metal. Now we're looking at on an atomic level. So the advances to get to these smaller node sizes you know, are from a material standpoint, from a services standpoint, because of the cleanliness requirement, the precision and the investment required to, to achieve these uh, specs and be repeatable it is, has become onerous for basically for the for the for the IDMs. You know, they, they no longer have in-house cleaning. They, they aggregate their business with, with, with larger companies that, that specialize in that because of the, the cost and then. You know, there's a lot of confidentiality in this. We develop programs and processes for customers, and we're sort of like the Switzerland of cleaning. So a lot of people come to us, a lot of people use us, and they feel comfortable with that because we're, we're insular from the rest of the world. And, you know, they don't do it in-house anymore on a large scale because they just can't afford it. It doesn't make sense. And getting the talent's difficult. Market continuing to to grow as you talked about. A lot of it has moved from being in house to now being you know specialized people like you know what you're describing. How do you see this market continuing to grow as we begin 2022? So, so the market, the space that we play in, the, the cleaning, coating, refurbishment, the service oriented space is growing exponentially. You know, maybe last year you would say it's you know a five to seven hundred million dollar business. As you look at it and you, you compound the cleaning, the coating and the refurbishment, I would say this year it's easily north of a billion dollars. And it's just going to grow exponentially because there's a thirst for more capacity, there's a thirst for more technology. As you go down in wafer size, the number of cleaning cycles and refurbishment cycles go up because of the criticality. So our market is it's a fantastic market to be in. It's a competitive market. We think we're a market leader. We have good technology. We have good innovation. And, you know, the future is very bright for everyone in this space. But for us, I think we're going to be a, a key leader in this space. And so when it comes to the, the shifts that you've seen in cleaning, coating, and restoration, how have those helped evolve advanced nodes? What, what sorts of evolutions have taken place as a result of these shifts in CCR? So, so in CCR... As you go down in node size, you know, there's the contamination issue, there's the materials issue, but dimensional issues on parts become super critical. So if you have a part with a number of holes in it, like a shower head, the size of the shower head and the size of the hole matters now because it affects the flow. So it used to be you clean a part, put it back in the machine. Now you have to clean the part in a way where you don't affect the dimensions of the part. So to do that, new technologies have been developed to, to remove materials right from the surface. We have some processes where we can remove one nanometer of material off the surface of a, a part. And, and, and that is becoming, it's a high demand and it's becoming prevalent. And we have some interesting technology on that. So for the customer, the parts are very expensive. The dimensions are very uh, critical. So how do you keep those parts in service longer? How do you maintain the dimensions? And you know, for us, we have some enabling technology that I think people are going to, well, they've started to adopt it and it's going to become more pervasive. 
Angus, fascinating conversation today. A lot going on in this area of technology. I want to give you the opportunity to give us any final thoughts, any conclusions that you have here today before we wrap up the podcast. So anything else you'd like to share or or leave our audience with here today before we sign off? No, I, I think that for the semiconductor viewers, the market is strong. Business is good. It will continue to grow, I think, for the next seven to 10 years. We're in a fantastic space. And, you know, I think it's a great place for the semi people. And Tyler, thanks for your time today. Absolutely. Angus McFadden, Semiconductor Technology Manager at Technetics. Angus, thank you for your time and for joining us and sharing your expertise and insights. Okay, thank you very much. Absolutely. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Getting Technetical with Technetics. We appreciate it very much. Of course, stay tuned for more episodes. You can always subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. To stay up to date with the latest, you can also visit the Technetics website for more information and to reach out and to get in touch with experts like Angus if you have questions or need more information. And of course, stay tuned for more episodes coming to you shortly. But for this one, for my guest today, Angus McFadden, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us.